Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Hello, COS supporters, and welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Woodruff. I will be your host for this episode. And unfortunately, I'm not joined by Rita Peters because she's off traveling in Italy, having fun with her daughter. She'll be back soon, though. Uh, I want to hear where you are tuning in from. We'd love to find out where our activists are watching us from. So comment below. Let us know what state that you are watching from. Uh, while you're at it, give us a like, a rumble, a retweet, or a share. Anywhere that you're getting uh, your social media buzz and where you're tuning in from, send out a message about Article 5 and this secret weapon that the Founding Fathers gave to us. And of course, I'm talking about an Article 5 Convention of States. Uh, today, we have a graduating member from the COS Emerging Leaders Program who's going to join us to talk about her experience going through this internship. Uh, we're also going to have a field report from Mark Meckler, our grand poobah. Our fearless leader is, has been traveling on the East Coast, and he's going to share some of those moments with us. So we'll have a, a video of him in just a few moments. And we also have our Article 5 trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. So we're going to go over to Mike first before we get going. Mike, over to you. Thank you, Andrew. Boy, am I glad to be here. And I'm missing Rita. I'm sure you are as well. But she is on a worthy journey right now. And so it looks like you're going to be holding down the fort. And I'm so excited that you're going to be having conversation with Kristen, one of our amazing emerging leaders, who is sticking around, by the way, which is super cool. Anyway, I wanted to go through our Article 5 trivia today. There's a lot of great stuff that always comes in. Again, more props to Producer G, who seems to always come up with some really, really good stuff. I just get to deliver the message. One of these days, we're going to have to turn the camera around and put it on Producer G. Are you guys curious to see what Producer G looks like? Well, you might be. Anyway, let's let's get down to it. Uh, first of all, I'm going to give away this really cool shirt. I like to wear this shirt because it starts a great conversation. I've been wearing a, basically a different shirt every day. And when I get into stores or when I'm out and about, people are constantly asking. Great conversations are coming of it. It's a great in to talk about Convention of States. So if you don't win this really cool No Mouse in This House shirt, you can go to shopconventionofstates.com. You can get your own or you can get anything. The other things that we just got in the store are the Tierney Never Sleeps uh, tumblers, they are amazing. They have the COS logo on the back. And I guess before I turn it over, I need to empty it. But it says sign the petition, convention of states. That's also a super cool product. It is, they're flying off shelves. It is so fast. It's only been in for a dozen days or so. You may have seen it in the roundup. Anyway, let's get to business. Here's our question today, of course. We're talking about Article 5. And some of you guys are the most knowledgeable grassroots activists or the most certainly the largest group of grassroots activists but the most knowledgeable about article five and here's this question is really validation for why we want to be using article five right now in some other arenas and so this question is 
which amendment was ratified 218 years ago this week? You're like, what? I don't have it that far back in my calendar, 218 years. I don't have my calendar from then. But if you want a hint, this amendment revises presidential election procedures by having the president and vice president elected together as opposed to having the vice president be the runner up. And now I'm going to turn it back over to Andrew, who I'm sure you're going to be very interested to hear over me anyway. And I'll be back at the end of the show to give you the answer and we'll see who won this prize. Back to you, Andrew. Thanks, Mike. Well, before we get into our interview with Kristen, we want to show you some scenes from uh, the road as Mark Meckler uh, recently did an East Coast tour, um, uh, meeting with the Convention of States teams and looking at the progress that we're seeing in, nation, in, in uh, the states that are close to passing the COS resolution. We have a video prepared for you. Take a look. Hey, check this out, you guys. You're not going to believe it. I am here in Southern Maryland uh, for a big rally, and we just did a podcast that we recorded, and I'm walking across this field, and you're not going to believe this. you got to see this. This is called the Old Tobacco Barn, and that's where the event is being held tonight. Is that cool or what? I mean, this is just spectacular. So it looks like the bleachers are uh, boards stacked across hay bales. Uh, I can see some smoke in there. It looks like there's a barbecue going on, giant flag up on the hay barn. This is what I love about America. I mean, this is really, this is real America. And it doesn't matter whether you're in a red state or a blue state, you come out to the countryside like this and you meet great Americans. So I'm excited to be here. We'll have some more later. Hey guys, just a quick video here. I'm in the Raleigh, North Carolina airport. I'm on my way to the Capitol tomorrow for the rally in Raleigh. Pretty excited about that. Today was an amazing day in Delaware. I'd never been to the state capitol. About 125 people show up for a rally there. That was fantastic. I mean, I've been all over the place. It's been a little bit crazy. So uh, I've been in New Jersey. I've been in Pennsylvania. I've been in, I don't know. I've been all over the place. Maryland. <laughs> It's been a little bit crazy uh, this last couple of weeks. It's gonna continue to be crazy. I'm super excited for the rally in Raleigh tomorrow. The next day I'll be in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So we're all over the place. Lots of great stuff going on with COS. So just keep watching because there's more to come. Hey y'all, here I am in the Raleigh airport again and uh, I am now headed to Newark and on through to Philadelphia and then for a rally tonight in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. I never heard of Plymouth meeting Pennsylvania, but it is a place <laughs> and that's where I'm going for a rally. So I'm pretty excited about that. I love going back to Pennsylvania anytime I can. And last night we had, or yesterday we had a great rally here in Raleigh and I don't know how many people are, 500, 800, a thousand. It's hard for me to tell when the rallies get that big, huge amount of people. I was told it was the largest conservative rally ever held there at the state capitol in Raleigh. And uh, we're putting the pressure on the Senate to get it done. Right now, it appears we got one guy holding this up. It's uh, Senator Rabin says right now that he's not going to run it. I think we have the votes if he'll run it. I think we can get it done. I think we ought to get it done. Uh, but, you know, you do what you can do. And so we're in the fight. I appreciate y'all being in the fight with me. And uh, I'll keep traveling. You keep fighting. Hey, y'all. Mark Buckler sitting here in Newark, New Jersey, in the airport. And something just hit me. I came here from Raleigh, and uh, it's just different, right? And so the culture is different, the noise levels are different, the people are different. And it's really interesting to me because I love it all. Wherever you are in the country, they're incredible people. It's an amazing country. We are an exceptional country. 
But when you travel as much as I do, you get this understanding of how different, different parts of the country are, different states, different cities within different states, different regions in the country. And it always points you back to federalism. It always points you back to the idea of why we need to call an Article V convention because they're not the same. We can't do everything from Washington, D.C. We can't make good decisions for everybody from Washington, D.C. We've got to take the power away from D.C., give it back to the people, whether I'm in Newark, New Jersey, uh, whether I'm in Pennsylvania where I'm headed uh, this afternoon, uh, whether I'm back at home in Texas, I'm always reminded Americans are great people and they should decide for themselves. So as a supporter of Convention of States, you are someone who wants to help build and engage army of self-governing activists to rein in uh, government overreach. But there's something you may not know about Convention of States. We have an internship that is dedicated to lifting up young college students who have a patriot's heart, who are willing to step in as a leader to learn how to operate within our grassroots organization. So we grab young people from all across the nation. We uh, pick young professionals and college students, and then we put them into this internship program uh, called the Emerging Leaders Program. And they come out and they are ready to take on the world's problems. They are the future leaders that we are going to see in politics, in business, and in any and all career fields that you see. So we love our patriotic women, uh, young uh, men and women who come into this Emerging Leaders program. Today, we're going to be dedicating our uh, COS Live interview to one of the Emerging Leader graduates that came out of our internship. We have Kristen Stanchu joining us today. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for uh, coming on to the program. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Well, I, I want the audience to just kind of uh, get to know you a little bit before I get to the questions that I have. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and what was it that drew you to the Emerging Leaders Program? Yeah, so I'm a sophomore at Baylor University, and like you mentioned, I was in this uh, last intern cycle this past year, and I, what really got me into politics to begin with was that my parents both uh, grew up in communist Romania, and they came to this country so that they could offer a better life for themselves and for their children, and growing up, those were the stories that I grew up hearing about. I my bedtime stories consisted of what it was like to live in a country that wasn't free and that didn't have all the blessings of liberty that we have here in America. So I think I developed an appreciation for, for liberty and for our founding principles at an earlier age than most, especially in my own generation. And so I wanted to seek ways to give back and to continue to preserve those founding principles for the next generation. So that led me to seek opportunities with Patriot Academy and from there, I learned about Convention of States, and it was really a, a mission and a movement that I wanted to be a part of, and I've never regretted it for one instant. Mm -hmm. I love your story and how your, uh, your parents, uh, they, they knew firsthand the experience and the, the, the corruption and the decay that comes with socialism and those systems of government. And it's just, I can tell that it's really lit a fire under you to be uh, patriotic and to uh, just love the founding of America, love uh, limited government and all of those things that go with the the founding documents and our American history. It's just great to see that in our in our young leaders. So tell us a little bit about the program itself. Um, what were you working on? What was your role? And just kind of give us a, you know, there might be some people in the audience who are not familiar with the with the Emerging Leaders Program. 
just tell them kind of like what day-to-day -day activities you were doing within this internship. Yeah, of course. So a big part of the internship is a lot of training. We did a lot of uh, servant leadership training. We went through a course on servant leadership, what it means to be a servant leader in our day-to-day -day lives and politics. We also did a lot of training on professional development, whether that be resume building or interview skills. We also learned about Western civilization. We studied lots of the great thinkers of Western civilization like Aristotle and Cicero. And then we also did case studies about statesmanship and reviewed some of the great American statesmen throughout history. And so that was a big part of the internship was just learning about all of those things. But then I was a regional director's intern, so I also got the opportunity to work with some of our wonderful national staff members. And so I got to work on amazing projects in states that have already passed the COS resolution. Uh, for example, I got to work on building a new presentation that our state teams in those past states could use to present to their volunteers and supporters to really get them inspired and give them some goals for them to work towards now that they've passed the COS resolution. So it's a wonderful program where you get to learn a lot of important skills, get to learn a lot of important things about the Constitution and American history, but you also get to apply those in actual hands-on experiences that are actually going to change, change this nation and change the world. Hmm. And so you went through the Emerging Leaders Program, uh, the internship cycle has ended for this year, uh, but you've stayed on uh, and you're going to be staying on through the summer. Tell us what you're doing now, um, now that the, the internship has ended, because uh, our interns, we love them so much. We like to keep them around to do uh, more work for us and to help us grow the grassroots. So what are you working on now that the internship has ended? Yeah, so now I have the privilege of staying on uh, over the summer and helping to uh, build this internship program for next year's cycle of interns. So I'm really excited to get to work on all the material that I received as an intern and get to pass that on to the next group of young professionals that will be coming in. And I'm really excited to, to meet them and to get to work with them starting this fall. And it's just such a great program. I'm so blessed to be able to play a small part in actually pushing it forward and helping it grow. Oh, wow. And see, so that's amazing. You, you, you came in as a young leader. You were raised up through this internship. And now you get a turnaround after going through the cycle and you get to do the same for other people. You get okay. to raise up leaders by helping to grow this, uh, this internship. That is just um, so cool to see. Um, I, I got a couple of more questions for you. One, what has been the, if there was one aspect of the internship that you can highlight, what would it be? What was like your favorite thing about the Emerging Leaders Program? My favorite thing, it's honestly very difficult to pick. Um, when it came to the training aspect of things, I really loved our what we did about statesmanship. I obviously knew a lot about some of the statesmen that we learned about, like Lincoln, but we did a deep dive and learned a lot about what it means to be a statesman in our day and age and learning to glean from uh, figures in the past that we respect and that we learn about, but that we don't really understand on a deeper level what it was like to be engaged in politics at their time. And being able to take those lessons and apply them to our political world today was just really, really fascinating to me. I know it helped me a lot. And I know I'm going to take those lessons and use them going forward uh, the more I become involved in politics. And I also just really loved working with our state teams and working with different members of the national team, being involved in projects like the one I mentioned. It's just really fulfilling to know that you're actually making a difference. This isn't an internship where you 
grab coffee and you just push papers around, you actually know that what you're doing is making a difference. And that's a feeling that you don't get everywhere and you don't get all the time. And when you get to experience things like that, like I did this past year, it's really, it's really life changing. Mm -hmm. Yes, we often say that this internship is not some coffee fetching, pencil pushing internship. You're going to be doing real work. You're going to be on the front lines, helping to grow the grassroots, helping to call the very first Article 5 convention of states. Because many internships out there, they just relegate you to an office and they have you do paperwork that no one wants to do. You are actually on helping to do things that uh, as if you were part of the national. So that's one aspect of the internship that is just so unique and something that uh, you, myself, and many others have commented on in the past. Um, so at Convention of States, we often say that uh, we are the solution as big as the problem, that uh, a convention is the, uh, is the solution that is as big as our debt crisis, as our uh, career politician crisis and the federal overreach. Uh, what issue do you hope that a convention could solve? I think one of the biggest problems we see in Washington, and I think this is a big umbrella issue, is that our federal government has tra far transgressed the bounds of what was originally laid out in the Constitution. And that's because lots of the, the language has been interpreted in ways that it can be stretched out and politicians can find loopholes where they can fit virtually any uh, wishful policy proposal under the sun somewhere in the Constitution. And that's not what the founders intended. And so I think the way an Article 5 convention could really help is to really make those boundaries clear so that the federal government can be pushed back into those boundaries and so that we can really clarify the language and clarify those boundaries so that they can't wiggle their way out and put all of their all of their wishful thinking, all of their desired uh, proposals into what they're supposed to be doing at the federal level. Because to be honest, lots of those things belong in the purview of the states. And so something we really believe in at Convention of States is that the states should have more authority to do what the Constitution and the founders originally wanted them to do, that not everything needs to be sent up to the federal level, but that we should really take initiative and be self-governing citizens in our smaller communities, in our cities, in our states. And I think that's something that an Article 5 convention can really help us achieve. Mm. Excellent. Okay, uh, earlier you mentioned uh, in the internship you went through Western Civ, statesmanship, you went through a book uh, called Servant Leadership. Um, is there a favorite book or worldview that has shaped you, kind of the, that helped you uh, kind of cling to these, these, these ideas that were taught to you throughout the internship? Is there like a favorite book or person that you, that you really identify with? Yeah. So as, as a Christian, the Bible is the foundation of my worldview, both in my just life in general and also when it comes to politics and social issues. But if I had to pick a, a thinker or a writer, I would probably pick Thomas Sowell. For those of you who don't know, he is a conservative economist and he has written uh, profusely about the differences. He t talks a lot about economics, but he also talks about public policy and social issues and the difference between the progressive uh, perspective and the conservative uh, perspective when it comes to dealing with lots of uh, social issues and public policy initiatives and the way that these two groups really approach uh, political problems. And I think the way that he just expounds on that is so wise and so enlightening. And he has definitely taught me a lot. And that definitely influences how, how I view the world and how I view uh, politics, especially. Mm, excellent. 
All right, Kristen, I got one last question for you. I mean, the audience, if they haven't uh, already figured it out now, you are very ambitious, very smart, and you are a driven young leader. What is going to be next for you, Kristen? Well, like I mentioned before, I'm really excited to be staying on at Convention of States and being able to pour into this next generation of, of interns and this next generation of passionate uh, patriots. So I'm, I'm really thrilled about that, very honored that I get to do that. I'm like I mentioned before, I'm a sophomore at Baylor University, so I'm, I'm studying economics and I'm excited to see that through. And I personally really want to pursue a career in public policy. And I hope that I can take what I learned here and what I learned elsewhere and really help help make this country uh, a better place and make it something a little bit closer to what the founders had in mind. Well, it is certainly a godsend to have you and so many other young individuals uh, fighting for liberty within our country. And you are certainly a young leader who is up and coming and you are going to uh, shine bright. Um, you already do shine bright, but you're going to be even brighter. You'll be among the stars very soon. Thank you so much for joining us, Kristen. It's been a pleasure talking to you. We hope to have you back soon. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to go over to our Article 5 Trivia Giveaway Answer with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you. Well, I hope you guys really appreciated the conversations that Andrea, the Newsy brought, the conversations with Kristen. What a great show. Thanks so much for being here. And you probably remember the trivia question way back in the beginning of the show. And that question was, which amendment was ratified 218 years ago this week? That's our question. And you probably knew because everyone was typing away in the, in the chat the 12th Amendment was ratified on June 15, 1804. It clarified the election process for president. This is one of the reasons the framers have included Article 5 in the Constitution in the first place, because <clears throat> Article 5 is really here for us to be able to fix holes in the Constitution, to be able to add things that were forgotten about, maybe even put some limitations, which many of you guys know that that's one of the exact reasons why we are looking at Article 5. Uh, the Supreme Court over the centuries has stretched the meaning of some constitutional languages, such as the commerce cause. What about all of the bureaucracy that is just sprung over the expanding federal government that is basically exploited some loopholes in our constitution. Those loopholes are of course also added to by that version, the 3000 plus page version of the constitution as interpreted by the Supreme Court right now. And it's so important that we bring a convention under article five, exactly like we're doing. We're hoping and expecting that North Carolina will be the big number two zero, which would be really great to put you the people back in charge. That's what it's all about. There's your trivia for the day. So when things come up in conversation, you'll have even more to share. You'll know what the 12th Amendment is all about. The 12th Amendment. Imagine that. Thanks for listening. And now I'll turn it back over to Andrew to wind this thing up. Thanks, Mike. We do this show every week because we love America, because we care about the founding, and because we want to preserve our nation. We want to preserve the republic and we want to preserve self-governance. 
The Swamp Monsters in Washington, D.C., they want nothing to do with an Article 5 Convention of States. And that's because they know that it is the solution as big as the problem. They know that a convention can solve the runaway debt that we have, the debt crisis. They know that they, it can solve career politicians and it can put the federal government back into its constitutional box that it was supposed to be in. The Swamp Monsters in, in Washington, D.C., they're going to be running scared once we get to a convention. But we can never get there without you. This is driven by we the people in the several states. So we need you on the front lines. We need you, if you haven't done so already, to sign the COS petition. Go to www.conventionofstates.com, sign and share the petition. Get your friends involved in this movement. Tell your family about this movement. Tell everyone about how this movement is a brush fire of freedom that is going to restore our self-governance. After you've done that, make sure that you get involved as a volunteer. It's crucial that we have activists on the front lines who are willing to put their time, talent, and treasure on the line to save our, our country. So go to www.conventionofstates forward slash action and you can get in uh, involved in this fight for liberty. So also one thing I want to remind you is to follow us on social media. We're on Rumble, MeWe, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Instagram, Getter, and TikTok. Wherever you are getting your social media buzz, make sure that you are uh, following us, liking our content, and sharing it out with your friends and family. You can listen to this uh, podcast, or you can listen to this program and other historic legacy content on our podcast. Search Convention of States wherever you podcast from. If you want to get important news and COS updates, you can text START to 54555. Again, that's START to 54555. This is a way to bypass big, tent, big tech and all of their censorship. Please check out the Battle Cry with COS uh, co-founder and president, Mark Meckler. It's on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of COS Live. But before you go, remember... Politics is not a spectator, spectator sport. you in the fight for liberty. We need you on the front lines. And it's not just us that needs you, your country needs you. So get engaged, get in the fight. We'll see you next week. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.